Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Main Menu for Friday, March 6th, 2020. I'm Tim Cummings. I'm your host this evening. Main Menu is brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialist. And we'll let you know more about BITS later on in the show. Tonight, we have a very interesting program for you. I think everyone will like this, especially if you're interested in purchasing a new TV. This is a pre-recorded presentation that Jeff Bennett made on BITS a couple months ago on the Toshiba Fire TV. And that will be uh, followed by a question and answer period that happened after the presentation. Without further ado, let me turn it over to Jeff Bennett here on Main Menu. This is Jeff Bennett. This week, we're going to take a look at the new Toshiba 43-inch UHD Fire TV. This television set is sold by Best Buy and Amazon.com, and there's a corporate adventure between both companies. The TV is a Fire TV, and it has the Amazon Fire TV operating system. Why this television set? Because this television set is able to be used by a totally blind individual without any sight of assistance. The television comes in three models, a 43-inch, a 50-inch, and a 55-inch model. When you get the TV home, what comes in the box? Well, of course, you get the TV. You get a user's manual, a quick start guide, the TV remote, the stand, and the mounting hardware to mount the stand to the television set. You may need assistance getting the TV out of the TV box and mounting the stand to the television set. I asked a friend of mine to come over, and he helped me remove the TV from the box, and he helped me install the TV stand. I placed the TV stand on top of my TV stand, which is a large shelf that contains a cabinet which holds DVDs. On the right rear of the television set is a receptacle to insert the power cord. Inside the box with the remote are two AAA batteries. Place those batteries in the remote following the manufacturer's directions. Next, plug the power cord into the back of the TV and the other end of the power cord into an electric outlet. You will now hear a series of tones. These are pairing tones which pair your remote to the television set. If the pairing tones continue, and the remote doesn't pair properly, hold the home key down. This should solve this problem. Before we continue, let's take a look at the remote. When you get the remote out of the box and the batteries are installed in the remote, you'll see a series of buttons. Look for a small button on the top right-hand side of the remote. This is the power button. Depressing this once turns the TV on. Depressing it again turns the TV off. Just to the left of the power button is a larger button, and that's the microphone button. Depressing it and holding it in, let you talk to your Amazon voice assistant. We'll talk about that a little later on. Below that, there are three buttons in an arc. The most left button is the back button. The next button is the home button, and the following button is the menu button. The home button gets you to the home screen on the television, where all the action starts. The menu button is used to activate menu items, and the back button is used to get you to the previous menu item. Below this series of buttons is a navigation ring. In the center of the ring, is a button that's used to select an item. The ring is a navigation pad. The ring moves to the left, right, up, and down. And when you get to the item that's spoken, you use the select button to select it. Below this pad is a series of three buttons also displayed in an arc. The left-hand button is the rewind button. 
The middle button is the play pause button, and the right hand button is the fast forward button. Below the play pause button is a long rocker switch. This is the volume knob. Moving it in the upward direction moves the volume up, moving it in the downward direction moves the volume down. To the left and right of that rocker switch in the center are two different buttons. The button to the left is the TV button. No matter where you are in the TV menus, you'll hit that button and you'll go to the channels that you've scanned in. We'll talk about that later on. On the right hand side of the rocker switch, you'll find an indented button and that's the mute button. Wherever you are in the menus or wherever you are on the TV set, it will mute whenever you push this button once Unmute when you push it again. If you've forgotten that you've muted your television set, pushing the volume knob up or down will unmute the TV automatically. Below that, there are four square buttons. The first button on the left is for Amazon Prime Video. The next button to the right is for Netflix. The next two buttons are dedicated buttons for HBO and PlayStation View. Once you've paired your TV remote to your television, you can turn on Voice View by holding the menu key and the back key simultaneously. This should take about two seconds. Now that we've introduced you to the television set and its remote, let's travel to the living room and put this TV through its paces. Now that I've provided a description of the Toshiba Fire TV, let's see how it works. First of all, in the rear left-hand side of the television set, you'll find your HDMI inputs and a USB input, as well as a TAS connector, that's a digital connector, and the headphone jack. Let's turn the television set on and see how this all works. The TV set is on, and where are we? Well, we can find out by using the navigation wheel. This navigation wheel is crucial in beginning to understand how to use this television set. Your video, home, two of seven, search, one of seven. There are different menu items. We have search, home, home two of your videos, your videos, three of movies, movies, four TV shows, apps, apps, six settings, and settings, seven of seven. Let's go back to home. App. Sir, home, two of seven. In the home screen, you'll find all of the menu items related to the home screen below the home menu item. That's the main menu item. And we're using the navigation wheel. That's the wheel that moves left, right, up, and down with the selector in the center of the wheel. So, what happens now? Well, the first thing you want to do with this television set is you want to be able to watch television channels. And you can do this. I'm going to explain this first rather than going into all the other features because it's the most important part of using this television set. So, we're going to go to the, where the volume knob is and it's the buttons below, rewind, play, pause button, and fast forward button. It's a little arc, and the button for the volume knob, or the long bar for the volume control, is located below, and right below the play, pause. So let's hit the, what's on television, that's the TV button, and that's the left-hand side of the volume knob. 18 items, criminal minds, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Monday, July 30th, channel guide, use up and down to move between channels. Now use the channel guide is a grid. Between programs inside a channel. And the channel grid contains tracks. the programs within the grid. And as you use up and down, you can go from channel to channel. Let me explain. Let's go down using the navigation wheel. Life lock protection, 1.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. Channel guide, use up and down to move between And if we channels. want to find out the name use of that channel, right we can hit the menu key. Inside station name Ion Life. And that's Ion Life. And if I want to find out what's on next on Ion Life, I can hit the right arrow on the navigation wheel. It's the right-hand side of the wheel. It'll tell me what future programs are up. At home with Diddy Iyer, 2 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. At home with Diddy Iyer, 2.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. And of course, those are programs that are coming up in the future. Channels, Monday, July 30th, getting off the grid, 
Didier shares some great travel destinations that will inspire becoming a more responsible traveler. At home with at home life lock protection. Crime stories. 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And I'm hitting the menu key. Station station name Justin. So let's say I wanted to watch this channel. I would hit the select key, which is in the center of the navigation wheel. Justin 10.3 Crime Stories. The Victoria Day Shooter. 17 items. To his place of business. Player Chrome. Use down button to bring up on now row. Fugitive grows stronger. In a gun safe, amongst other firearms, police... Pause. Justin 10.3 now, if I want to find out what's on all of the Crime different channels stories. at a particular time, I can use the on now row, which at this point you get to by using the down arrow on that navigation path, which is for pressing the wheel in the down position. Crime uh, stories, just one of 17. Criminal minds, ion, two of 17. Life lock protection, ion life, three of 17. Savia Sterling Silver Jewelry, new, HSN, 4 of 17. And again, we can watch this channel as well. Up next, Savia Sterling Silver Jewelry. And it tells us what's on now and what's coming up. This is known as a mini program guide, and it's quite comparable to what you would see if you're using your cable box as well. But what about other things that this television can do? Well, the television will allow me to play videos, and let me show you how that works. Now, we're going to your videos by going to the home screen first, and moving the navigation wheel to the right once. Your videos, three of seven. And we hit enter on this. Watch list, Superman, the movie. Button. And these are programs that I put in my watch list. And you'll find out more Use about up this. and down to move between categories such as new releases or comedy. Use left and right to move between items in the category. So our category Superman, is the watch the list. Movie. And that's the three category I'm looking five at. Five out of five stars from 979 customers. I am the graduate, prime, button. The Four Skulls of Jonathan Drake, Prime, Button. And these are movies that I've also wanted to the watch and have watched. Of the Adventures of Superman, Season 1, Button. And if it says Season 1, Button, without the word the Prime. The Adventures of Superman, 4.5 out of 5 stars from 3. Fireball XL, Indestructible Man, Prime. Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams, Season 1, Ultra HD, Prime, Button. Sahara, Button, Nothing in Common. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Double Indemnity, Button, Film Noir, D.O.A., Prime, But Courageous Cat and Minute Mouse, Prime, Button. I have kind of an esoteric view of what I like to watch. Courage, Invaders from Mars, the original version, Prime, Shirley Temple, The Little Princess in Color, Prime, But Jack Benny TV Show, Prime, Days of Wine and R Yankee Doodle Dan, How to Succeed in Business, Gone with the Wind. 1930, The Cyclops, 1957, Button, The Cocaine Fiends, Prime, Set, Re A Christmas Carol, Prime, But Donovan's Brain, Detective Story, Button, White Heat, 1940, The Little Rascals, Carbine Williams, Button. Now, what about if I want to watch a video that I don't have in my library? Well, we can search, and the easiest way to do that is to say the following, and I'm going to push the button on the remote. And this is the button that turns and lets you talk to your Amazon voice assistant. The Wizard of Oz. Movies and TV. The Wizard of Oz. Prime. Button. Now, I want to watch this. The Wizard of Oz. Watch now with Prime. One of four. Watch trailer. Two of four. Button. 
add to watch list three of four button. And I can do those things or I can. More ways to watch four of four. And the more ways to watch allows me to either rent it or buy it. So let's go and watch it with Prime. Watch now with Prime. One of four. Playing the Wizard of Oz. Pause. But there's something missing here in this movie. You just heard the intro to The Wizard of Oz, but you didn't hear audio description. Well, this movie happens to have audio description. And to enable audio description, we're going to hit the menu button twice. Now, the menu button is located on that top row of buttons in an arc, and all the way to the right-hand side, next to the home button. Watch from begin. Subtitles and audio languages. Audio language. English. U.S. Drop-down list. Audio language. English. U.S. One of two. Check box. Checked. Now, right now, it says English U.S. I hit the enter key or the select key for this, but it's a drop-down list. Audio language. English. U.K. Audio description. Two of two. Check box. Not checked. I've just checked this, and we'll make sure that's checked. Audio. Audio language. English. U.K. Audio description. Two of two. Check box. Checked. Check the Wizard of Oz. Audio languages. Two. Audio language. English. UK. Audio description. Drop down list. Loading. Slider. Zero percent. One item. Now, a logo of a thick maned lion framed by a ring of film. Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Against a cloud swept sky, a title appears The Wizard of Oz. Copyright 1939. Pause. You get the idea. There is audio description in this movie. The problem is that Amazon has not been able to implement letting you know that a movie has audio description. And as Peter Korn at Amazon Accessibility pointed out, that this is something that they are working on and should be available in a future update. We've talked about audio description, but what happens when you get this TV home and you want to find your favorite channel? Well, of course, you have to scan for channels. And we'll show you how that is done at this point. Let's go to the home screen. Home, two of seven. And we'll loading. go to settings. Your video movies. Moving the navigation seven. wheel to the right. TV apps, settings, seven of seven. Now we're going to open up the settings menu by hitting the down arrow. Inputs. We got One inputs. And that's a category. We'll go to the next category. You two, notification network. Three of display and sounds. Four applications. Five of 13. Live TV. Six we'll of We'll go to 13. live TV. Live TV, channel scan. And the one first thing is, scan, is channel scan. Channel management. Channel management. 17 channels. Parental controls. And parental controls. Three of three. We're going to channel scan. Ch channel scan. So we're hitting the one up three. on the narrow on the navigation wheel. We scan yeah. for available channels. And Takes it tells you a little bit about that. Minutes. So let's try to see what that sounds like. Channel scan. Please make sure your antenna is set up and plugged into your device. Next, one of two, button. Advanced options, two of two, button. Now the advanced options allow you to scan for digital channels only, digital and analog channels only, or cable channels. We can't do cable channels here because our cable system, which is Spectrum, is scrambled and placing a cable into the antenna port of your television set won't do anything for us. So let's try this and scan for channels this will take about two minutes, and we'll just come back after the scan is done. Next, one of two, but scanning for channels. Channels found, 
Zero. Channel scan may take a few minutes to complete. Channel scan is 96% complete. At any time you're scanning for channels and you want to find out the progress, hit the menu key. Scanning for channels. Channels found. 21. Channel scan. Channel scan complete. We found 21 channels. To view available channels, go to the on now row and home. Done. One of three. Button. Live TV. Channel scan. And we'll go back to One home. Of three. Home. Two of seven. And we'll go to the TV guide instead. Use we can use the on row and items. home. But the easy way to do this is go to the TV guide. And we'll hit the button on the left hand side of the volume knob. The button on the right hand side of the volume knob is the mute button. Loading schedule. 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Monday, July 30th. Gunsmoke. 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Station name meet antenna channels. And that's BTV. And if we want to watch that again, we a can also. A woman tries to force her lazy relatives to plant a crop before their landlord evicts them. Gunsmoke, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Rated TVG. And again, Post if we want to watch this, available. we can. Up next, Bonanza. Okay, Voice View likes to talk, doesn't it? So let's see what that sounds like. Newton, 13.2. Gunsmoke, the sharecroppers, 21 items. To replace that one. Player Chrome, use down button to bring up on now row. There is one lead, however. A supply of... Pause. Newton, 13.2. Now we're going to the program guide one more time. Days of our lives, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Monday, July 30th. Let's hit the menu key to make it go quicker. Station name NBC. Channel guide, use up splash and bubbles, 130, station name PBS, Ch Curious George, 2 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Antenna channels, Monday, July 30th. Jo and again, seven. we learn more about what this is all about. Use left and right to move between items. And you're always getting an idea of what's going on with Voice View because they have hints that tell you everything. Now let's find out how to use your Amazon Voice Assistant with the television set. I'm putting the remote down. Remember, I'm not doing anything with the remote. I'm just using my voice. To pair your Amazon Voice Assistant, you'll have to go to the Alexa app in the Amazon App Store or the Google Play Store and have those installed on your phone, whether it be an Android or an iPhone. Watch this. Echo? Switch to QVC. QVC, 55.5. Isaac Mizrahi Live, 21 items. Are you watching Isaac tonight? No. Player Chrome, use down button to bring up on now row. She'd sort of cut the cable in the neighborhood. Switch to NBC. I know she's really desperate. Tune in to NBC on NBC, 13.1. Days of our lives. Eve, Eric told me everything. No, no, no. Eric doesn't know everything. Now we want to stop this program, so we'll just hit the center button on the navigation ring. And we pause the program. What's interesting about this television set is as you're watching, you can actually go back and forward within a program from where you started. This television set is always recording what you're watching. Finally, I'd like to show you how the mute works in this television set. The mute is the small indented button to the right of the volume bar. So let's just turn on our television here. Big on no one and we're watching Days of Our Lives. So if I want to mute, I hit this button and it mutes. And if you've forgotten that you've muted, you can hit the up or down on the volume knob to change the state of that particular item. 
is good. Echo. No. Turn off fire TV. Okay. Home. Two of seven. Screen off. Now what you can also do is turn it back on again. Echo. Turn on fire TV. Okay. And the fire TV is turned on. And we're back at the home screen. I hope this gives you a brief idea of how this television works. This is not a tutorial, so I didn't explain how everything works, but I gave you a bit of what you can do with this particular television. Now we're going to turn off the television set, and I'll provide you with more information on where you can buy this television set, the model number, and you can get in touch with me. Well, I hope I provided you with a bit of insight into the remarkable usability of this television set by a totally blind individual. As I said at the beginning of this demo, this television set is available at Amazon.com and it is also available at Best Buy. When you search for this television, you can search for this television using the Best Buy website or the Amazon.com website. And if you put in the search terms Toshiba Fire TV, you'll have no problems finding this product. And the model number is 43LF 621U19. And for the 50-inch model, just replace the number 43 with the number 50, same with the 55-inch model. Now, if you'd like to get in touch with Best Buy, their customer service toll-free hotline is 888-237-8289. That's 888-237-8289. The phone number for the Amazon.com disability hotline is 888-283-1678. That's 888-283-1678. And if you'd like to find out more about this TV from my perspective, why don't you send me an email? My email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, -F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. How much does the TV cost? TV front that I bought was, uh, it, it is now, it's $299. It was $329. It is now $299 at Best Buy. Jeff, uh, this is Ray Campbell. Do you know if you can independently set up the uh, TV with, uh, uh, with, with your cable systems? Like we have Comcast, so would we be able to Yeah, you should have no problem doing that. If, if your okay. Comcast converter box goes into an HDMI port on your television set, which it probably does. Mm -hmm. um, you can put it in HDMI 1, 2, or 3. If yeah, that's an, what I've done with mine. If it's and an I have H Comcast. If it's an HDMI 1 on the TV set, um, that's one of those HDMI that supports what they call audio return channel. I, I didn't know about this until I got the Roku, uh, which I didn't have initially. But what it does is uh, you you go into settings on the TV set. And this is where you can guys can talk to me talk to me privately, and I can help you out. And you can turn it says turn CEC on. It's part of uh, uh, it's under settings under uh, devices and settings. So for example, if I touch my Roku remote and I just hit any, any hit the home button on Roku, it'll turn my TV set on and the Roku on at the same time. So that's the advantage of using HDMI one. It doesn't matter. So go into inputs, you would hit the you would a lot of times you do these things. It's a crazy thing, but you do these things using a, using a command key twice to tell a voice view that it's not a voice view command, but a regular command. You hit the home key twice, and you get the channel guide, and you hit the down arrow on that navigation ring, and you get input selection. You hit enter using the select, and you can choose HDMI one, HDMI two, HDMI three, and the other one is I believe it's uh, it's composite. And that's if you had an old-fashioned video cassette machine hooked to the TV set. It's got RCA jacks in the back for two audio jacks for the stereo audio, left and right, and a video input. So that's for the composite, and that's how that would work as well. So it's a very versatile TV set. When you go into set, when you first get the TV set, and I didn't want to, I couldn't do this on the demo because I didn't want to screw up all my network settings and have to start over again. You, when it goes into setup, when you first turn on your TV set. 
it's gonna once the remote is paired and the beep stop, you hit the back in the menu key to turn voice view on automatically. Um, and the first thing it's going to do is present you with a picture of a house. And the first option is it's going to want to know what your name of your network is. This is your Wi-Fi network that you use to connect to the internet. Uh, and and it will give you a list and use your up and down arrow keys to find your network. Chances are it's going to find it on the first one because it's the strongest network. It's probably the one in your house. And we hit enter there. The next thing it's going to want to know is your password. That's not your not your uh, Amazon password. That's your password for for getting into your internet, let's say for your cable company and stuff like that. Then it's going to want to go into Prime if you have Amazon Prime because what I didn't realize since I have Amazon Prime, I've been a Prime Amazon member for years, is that you can't use the voice feature of, of Echo until you uh, and activate that Prime stuff. So you have to be a Prime person to use Echo, you know, which is the Amazon voice assistant. Once you've done that, it, it really is a, a one-stop operation. It, it really is not a problem operating the television set. When I said it does come with a manual, it does come with a manual. It's in two pages. It is not much of a manual. There are help videos on the screen that you can go into in settings, and there are help tutorials and settings. And if you don't know anything about Voice View, there's a Voice View tutorial as well that'll tell you all the commands you need to run Voice View. Now, uh, Jeff. Yes. It's Richard. Um, just wondering. I know. I know with the um, the uh, Cube uh, TV, the you know with with uh, Alexa. You can control the different devices with voice. Can you do that with that regular TV? I don't believe you can. And then they may have come out with an update. I only have one television set in my living room, Rich. No, I'm so talking that... about I'm, I'm talking about switching, like say, to a DVD. Oh, um, or, or yes, uh, what, yes, you can. What you can do is you can use your voice, and you can uh, actually you can name your inputs as well. Well, you can. Well, when I say name them, let me explain what I mean. If you go into the home screen on and you hit the home beat cut button key twice and you go down to where it says inputs. If you go to, let's say, HDMI one and you and you know your cable box is an input is an HDMI one, you can hit the menu key twice. That says to voice view, don't do anything but bring up another menu and it gives you a bunch of choices to name that input. You could name it cable. You could name it satellite. You could whatever. Once you've named it. You hit select, and it, which is like the enter key, and it names that. Then if you have your voice assistant paired to the television set, like my Echo, or you use the microphone on the remote on that television set, you can say, you could tell your voice assistant to switch to Roku, switch to cable, switch to VCR, and it will it will do that automatically for you. You don't have to remember well, that, that VCR was an HDMI 3, or VCR was in composite, or Roku was an HDMI 1, or cable was an HDMI too. Yes, you can do that. Roku. I, I it's name of a kind of box. It's another streaming player. When uh, when Spectrum first was talking about accessibility and their voice narration guide was not ready for the public, they were giving everyone a free Roku Premier, which I got from them. But now that Spectrum has its talking cable box, I don't really need the Roku, except that there are channels that I watch on the Roku yeah. that aren't available on Spectrum. I was thinking, I will give mine up. <laughs> when I get and, my regular box. And they gave me the Roku for free, and they didn't want it back, so I just have it, and I use it as a secondary uh, option to watch certain channels on the uh, on my uh, on my television set. Or if you got another television, you could put it on it. That's exactly, that was my thought alone. I only have one TV in my in my living room. Um, I, may buy one, I may buy one for the bedroom. Let me give you a little hint. 
it's and I, it's not that blind people can't hook the TV up themselves. I know plenty. I know a few who have done it themselves. I'm concerned about you guys taking it out of the box and and bending the screen by mistake. This is a very thin television set, very thin screen, and you void the warranty if you bend it. So you really have to be very, 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 and I'm sorry to say it that way, careful, because you don't want to you don't want to destroy the television set by getting it out of the box. I did it with my friend Tim, who was who was uh, from Albany. He came over to my house and I said, I need some help with this television set. I held one end of the box while he held the other end of the box and we pulled the TV set out that way and put it on my couch so it wouldn't get jostled around. I did one of those and pulled it on my bed. That way it was uh, always flat. Right. That's that's the same idea. The stand, a blind person can put it on the stand, but as I always tell people, I'm all thumbs when it comes to being mechanical and I'm not really good at that and I'll be the first to admit that, but uh, you, it comes with two sets of screws one set of screws is if you if you want to buy, which doesn't come with the TV, a wall mount and put it on your wall. There are there are a bracket, there are uh, holes in the back for a wall mount. Stand goes on the bottom, and there are there are sets of screws, and they they have lock washers in them to put the stand onto your television set. And that that's how that's how I have my TV. It never moves. It's always on that stand. Uh, two questions. First one: uh, To set up this TV, are we required to have Amazon Prime? No, but it will not let you buy videos if you don't have Prime using the television or rent videos or watch videos on Prime. Um, and, okay. it, and, and it will not let you use the voice control, which I didn't know because I don't I have Prime. So you can't use uh, your voice remote to talk. To, it doesn't enable the microphone in your voice remote if you don't have Prime. Also, if after remote control, the voice activation won't work. Right. The remote, the remote has that microphone button that, that you push. And you can't pair it, of course, to an Amazon Echo if you don't have Prime. But if you don't have Prime, you can't use many of the functions of the Amazon Echo. Um, I didn't go into applications. There are This is really an Android television set. It is fairly compatible with some app. Like anything else, if you put an application on and it doesn't work, you can uninstall it. Even if you uninstall it, it still stays in your list of applications. It just is not on your television set and is, and is in Amazon's cloud drive for you. It's like Apple. If you buy an app on Apple, but you uninstall the app, you can always go into updates into the app store and look at all the apps that, that are associated with your phone and put it back on your phone again. What applications, Jeff, have you used with it that have worked pretty well? Silk, uh, the voice view, I mean, the television from Fire TV has its own browser called Silk. I never found that worked well, but I did find that Firefox, and you could search in the app store for Firefox, that does work fairly well. But again, it depends on the website you go to. The, the difference between this, this TV and the Elements TV set was the ease in which you could turn voice on and off. Um, Fire, uh, Fire TV, the operating system, is now available in the Toshiba models. It's also available in the Best Buy a model brand name uh, known as Insignia. And I believe those are just Toshiba TVs with the Insignia brand. Since I came out with this particular presentation, they have a 32-inch TV, which is which is uh, eight, which is not it's not ultra 4K ultra HD. It's seven it's 720p, and that's not as expensive. That comes out to the last time I saw it, it was 179 dollars. But then they had it on sale for 149 dollars for a 32 inch television set. That's not too bad. Uh, how good is the screen reader for Firefox on the TV? It is pretty good, depending on how the web is designed. But there is a uh, there is a screen review mode in voice view and that works by uh 
by reading by reading head uh, <laughs> a character link item list but but to actually read it you use your arrow you use your right arrow on the screen it's not a screen reader adrian it, it's not a screen reader but it does get you through like i wanted to look at what, what the channels on transponder.tv and i use the screen review mode to get to the channels but then i found another way of doing it by looking at the at the channels where with, with a link that says now and next and it, it has the channel and and also it's like a real website you know when you look at a website using jaws all the links are placed on the page vertically but that's not how they look for the sighted person the links for a sighted person are are Ooh. set up decoratively i mean they, they they're, they're made so that the web page looks good uh-huh. and so voice view recognizes that and so when you put this <laughs> when you use voice view um, you you have to learn to navigate a web page using your left, right, up, and down arrows. So, for example, on the TV transponder TV, the links for the channel names are are on the left hand side of the screen, and next to each channel on the now and next view is the name of the current program. Hit your right arrow and get the name of the next program, and that's how that works. I know it's a little complicated because I'm doing I'm kind of a geek when it comes to this stuff. It does work. Okay, next question is, let's say I just want to connect my uh, cable directly into my TV and I don't want to use Wi-Fi. Would I still be able to get the channel uh, channel listings? It, you will get the channel listings if the cable that you have is not scrambled or digital. We It's scrambled here. So you, you, you could. One of the options when you go to, to scan channels is to scan digital, digital analog, analog channels, or 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 cable if your cable channel is not scrambled you could connect the cable tv wire to the antenna port of your television hit the scan button and it would scan all the cable channels and put them in properly but most Tom, of them are scattered most yeah. most of them are scrambled i guess nowadays yeah, i would assume spectrum is scrambled comcast is scrambled yeah um uh optima where my sister lives in rockland county new york but that's scrambled they're all scrambled. You cannot get cable without having some sort of converter box and on your television anymore. I think, yeah, I understand with a converter box. I was talking about if I don't if I don't want to enable Wi-Fi or any internet connection to my TV. Uh, but the problem is, you're, if you put your cable directly to your television set, it is being delivered to you via voice over IP, whether you whether you use the converter box or not. And chances are in Chicago, and I don't know the name of the cable company where you are out there. Chances are, whether it's Mediacom, or it's Comcast, or it's Spectrum, or it's RCN, it's going to be digitally encoded. Which means it doesn't matter that whether your cable box, whether your cable is directly hooked into the television set, it will not get you those channels if they're if they're digitally encoded. Maybe not understanding what I'm saying is, I got a TV. I don't want to enable the Wi-Fi or internet connection. You don't I have, have to. to. You don't have to. Except, That's what I was asking. Right, you don't have to do that. However, it, it it will not be it will not operate as a smart TV at that point. Right, it's pretty plain at that point. You don't you don't have controls. Yeah, but that was what I wanted to know is I've got Spectrum. I plug it into my HDMI. I've got my channels, and or if I do the over the air scan for the regular TV channels and non cable. Will I still be able to get the TV listings? Yes, is because the, because the over-the-air listings are there's a standard that's involved in which the TV listings are there. So if that was what I was doing when I was showing that, I had over-the-air channels, 
I was watching the over the air channel, for example, Channel 13, which is WNYT here in Albany, New York. And again, when you bring that up in the channel guide, or on, uh, it will give you the, what's currently on, and you use your right arrow to go through the program listings at that point. Yes, you would get them because that's a standard that was incorporated. The FCC, it wasn't, an, the FCC ordered that DVD players and cable boxes and TV sets talk. And they had to all do this by 2015, although most people were late at getting that imp implemented. Comcast was one of the first to implement this. Spectrum is one of the last to implement it. That's an undivisor offense. You were talking about uh, being able to, um, with this TV, uh, kind of like play, rewind, pause, just because I don't have cable of any sort. I just have over-the-air channels. But it sounded like you were still able to play, rewind, pause, like you can with kind of a DVR service. Yeah, you um, can. Uh, I don't use it that much because, you know, you can't really see what's, what's being rewound. But, for example, I liked it because I was on the phone and <clears throat> I was watching a news story and I wanted to hear it at the end of the, it through its, its paces. Sure. So it was a news story on Florence, which is the, <clears throat> the hurricane that decimated parts of, uh, parts of South Carolina. Right. And I, I got a phone call. I hit the pause on the navigation pad, which is the center button. It paused the television. I was on the phone for about five minutes. It wasn't a long phone call. Hung up the phone, hit the pause, the play pause button again. It played and it continued the rest of that story. And I was and I was watching the TV because it had recorded. Or and it's a, there's no hard drive in these things. It's all on 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 chips. It 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 was recording what was going on on the television. So I didn't miss anything. So you can't act. You can kind of play rewind, pause, like live TV, because it's kind of coming through a, a whatever. But you can't really record as in a DVR. You can't really record programs. Let's say I'm not home and I can't really record anything. You can just kind of play rewind, fast forward, pause right. TV. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have that advancement to it. Um, I, okay. I have DVR on my cable box, but uh, that's different. Oh, I apologize. I bring me to another one. You talked about Roku, and I was told that Roku isn't as accessible as an Apple TV. I've got an Amazon Fire Stick, you know, the actual stick that you know. Now you get the whole TV. But I was I thinking would, about anything. I would tell you that Roku is not as accessible. Certainly, okay. the speech in Roku was horrible. I, I mean, oh. I, I can understand it. But I don't like Roku for that reason. Um, it's not as intuitive. It does work. It does do the job. And I had no choice, but I had cable. It does do the mm -hmm. job. But, again, um, I would say that if you have an Apple TV or a Fire TV stick, you have the Fire TV stick. So everything, I just, yeah. Yeah. everything that I was telling you about the TV yep. is, the there. is there. Yeah. It's using the same Fire TV standards, yep. and you, all you have to do is throw it into an HDMI port, hook it up to your internet through uh, your internet network connection, and you got the same thing that I have. Yep, I know, and um, I do have a question. I want to be able to hook up my Lady A to the uh, current Fire Stick that I have, and I somebody told me to go into the Amazon app, but they couldn't remember where. So where is it in the Lady it's A under, app? I believe because I haven't done it in a while. It's under Devices, Add a Device, okay. and you can add a device there in the app. <laughs> What you want to add to it? What do you want to plug to it? I want my Lady A to be able to, when I have my Fire Stick on, I want to be able to tell my Fire Stick, you know, Lady A changed to watch this or watch, you know, what he did. Yeah, I, he, uh, he can do that with the Fire Stick. Because yeah, the Fire Stick also comes with a voice remote, which is the same voice remote that I have on my television. Right. Well, except that it may not have some of the, I'm not sure. I, it doesn't have all the features that your remote has. No, it does not. It, it does like, not. Again, so you can't have that set of buttons at the bottom. It doesn't right. Have you're right. But you can you can associate your 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 lady A with your fire stick with no. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Uh, sorry for all the questions. I just no, is no, anybody, is anybody else? Okay. So one quick. I promise. Probably last question. I hope not. But I have not. I watched Netflix a little bit on my Fire Stick. I tend to watch it on my phone because it loads and reacts faster. One of the things I've noticed is that on my Fire Stick, and I'm new to a Fire Stick. I just got it this summer, and I plugged it into a flat screen TV that's not accessible. So just the Fire Stick is accessible, and Netflix tends to load and going through is really really slow. Is, am I the only one that's having this problem, or is that just kind of a because it's on the Fire Stick? I can't um, ask the question. I don't have Netflix, so I pay enough. Well, I, I pay two hundred bucks a month for my cable phone and internet. I think get, I get, get rid of cable, then, dude. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, like, kidding. I just, have, <coughs> I'm just go, kidding. Go ahead, Rich. I have um, the Spectrum Internet, and I don't. It's it's loads pretty good. I mean, it no, I was I was asking about Netflix on the uh, Fire Stick. I'm talking about the app on the Fire Stick. It okay. loads pretty well. I mean, I don't, I don't think right. it's really slow, but it does. You know, depending how big that that piece of you know hardware or software, I mean, it's going to pull down. It's got to read it. Of course, uh, Spectrum has a big thing about two hundred meg down, and it does. It really falls. So it depends mm. on your internet speed a lot of times. No, I have 60 megs. I have just the basic through Comcast. So I don't know. It's just as weird. Like it just loads really you know, slow. I, and... You know, I would love to get away from the cable, Sandy. Believe me, I would. But yeah. I, I, I have a, I live in an apartment building. I'm on the fourth floor of my apartment building. That's not the problem. I actually do face where the TV stations are in Albany. But part of my apartment building, the way the building is constructed, obstructs some of my Western view of the hemisphere. So I can't get all of the live TV stations I want to get, or else I would get rid of the cable and just keep the internet. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of stuck with it. The, you were saying that there, are, okay, you could get like app on the uh, on this Fire TV you just demonstrated. You could get like apps from the Amazon App Store. There we go with it. Yeah, you could get apps from the Amazon App Store. Most of them, they, a lot of them are free. Some of them, are, some of them are charge money for them. If they yeah. charge money for them because you are, you're a prime member, they already have your credit card information. Um, you don't have to put that in. I, I don't like using those uh, those uh, joystick key pads, but I can use them, but I don't like them. Yeah. The, key, the keys wrap around. Each other. They're very easily usable on the Fire TV and the Toshiba TV. Um, not like the Roku where, the, where it was just a crazy to try to figure out where it was. Everything is logically in order on these TVs on the keypad. They, they really thought of it all. Um, and because that, this, that same remote, uh, that basically does the fire TV, does the fire stick, um, and and I believe uh, the fire cube. Yeah, the fire cube, and then of course they have the tablet, which uses the same voice view software as well. Um, so the, oh, yeah. that's their standard for screen readers. I found a lot of apps though that were pretty accessible and uh, you know free. So there's quite a few. Oh, yeah. yeah, most of the apps I have on my te television set. Uh, I'm not talking about going to the web page, but like all the all the various TV stations. I have stations in Florida, <clears throat> stations in New York, and stations, and and they're free, and you can watch the news. That they're not live, some of them, but a lot of them are are available so that you can watch them uh, after the fact. And I do because I'm from New York City originally, so I like to watch some of the news the stations in New York City to get <clears throat> to watch television they, there. They got a lot of the Fox stations all over the country on there. Oh yes, they do. Yeah. They certainly do. Uh, one of the free channels on on the App Store from uh, the Amazon is Sky TV, which is the all news channel in the, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the oh, only, yeah. The only Apple TV has that by default. <laughs> so, just to clarify, you can like look up different TV stations. Uh, 
with the with this Fire TV, you can kind of just do a search for on the App Store, yes, on the Amazon App Store. Yes, that's what I did. Okay. I looked, oh, okay. Uh, for example, I found. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I don't know one of the TV stations in Cleveland, Ohio. I found, for example, that I, that I don't really watch them all that much, but I wanted to see if I could do it. You know, just to, just to look at that and understand how it works. Um, you know, I always believe, even though the law says they're forcing them to make things accessible, I always try to I always try to buy stuff if it's accessible and support the company that does it. And the Sheba and has done a very good job with that television set, and along with Amazon, um, it's not the be all and end all. I'm sure that there are faults that we could find with any of these products. But again, uh, the I, I was going to buy the Elements television, but Elements got so many bad reviews, and the problem was they were bad. They were badly constructed, badly built. They were constantly breaking down, and you can't even buy an Elements television on Amazon anymore. And you can't you can't buy them anymore on Amazon with the accessibility. Yeah, and it's a little unfortunate because there's some low vision people who would really like the larger size, and they had like a 65 inch. And again, with the Amazon television, they're under display and brightness under the settings. You can change the background text and you can do some text changes there. You know, Amazon has always been when people complain about their accessibility stuff, they always make the change, but they don't necessarily talk about it too much. They actually have a guy named Peter Korn, who is the who's, I call him Mr. Amazon, like Mr. Rogers neighborhood, he, um, who promotes the Amazon and its accessibility initiatives. And they have stepped up to the plate in, when it comes to this. For those people who are members, uh, we have a real nice two-hour presentation on the web that Peter Korn did at this convention this summer um, on all the all the uh, all the uh, accessible devices. I guess Alexa-enabled devices. Now, Jeff, does does Amazon ever come out with updates for this TV or no? Yeah, and they and they just download them. You don't have to you don't have to manually download them. They're up. They're always updating the television set. It's like the Echo when you have an Amazon. It's like Amazon's voice assistant. Uh, they they update that stuff in the background. Uh, I, I can tell you right, right now, Amazon did an update to this. My voice assistant recently. So whenever I say cancel or something, it says goodbye. It didn't used to do that, for example. They, and they just made some updates to, uh, to, the, to the Amazon. And they're done in the background. Like, you never know when they're done. Well, sometimes <laughs> you will. Like, I got one the other day, and it says uh, there's an update, and, and it'll take a few minutes. And it just yeah. uh, you know took like yeah. a little bit of time. I you're, you're right about them. What's your name, ma'am? I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm Amanda. I, oh, I know you. I see you on the list all the time. I'm yeah. sorry. Please forgive That's me. It's okay. Um, I got the update. There was an update when I turned my television set on. It said, "Please stand by. We're updating the remote." And it updated the remote. Yep. The software that runs the remote for the television. So, and sometimes it'll tell you there's so much percentage left for your batteries. You know. Yeah. The other thing that I will tell you about these smart TVs, and I don't care which one it is. Uh, occasionally you have to reboot them. I don't mean just turning the television off. I mean, reboot them. And they just came out with a new fix for the Toshiba Fire Team where you can hold the select button on the navigation pad and the play pause button simultaneously. It will reboot your television set automatically. So you don't have to unplug it from the wall and plug it back in again. Um, because remember, these TVs are computers. They have processors in them. They have memory in them. And as you load apps in and out, and as you use and change that TV, go from channel to channel or website to website using Firefox, sometimes that memory, it just builds up and, and you have to reboot the television set occasionally. Not a big deal, but just something that you should know. Hey, how much was the 55-inch model? I got my 50-inch on uh, Amazon Prime Day for 289 Was that your Toshiba? Did you buy the Toshiba yeah. as well? Oh, yeah, yes. the other one that Ted wrote to me on the list on uh, private. Yes. Yeah, I remember you. Hold on a second. 
No, I don't think there's a 60 inch, but I'll tell you in a second. Let's see. No, there's it's a 50 55 inch. I, I hope they do come up with a larger one though for yeah. low vision. I don't see the 55 inch on my list, but the 50 inch. Let me just tell you about the 50 inch cost. 349. Yes. Uh, 349. And because Amazon works with Best Buy, they actually shipped it to me from Best from Best Buy. Yeah, that's where mine uh, came from. Uh, you'll find that the price is going to be the same. The only reason you might want to use Amazon is if you're familiar with the Amazon website or the Amazon app, it's just as easy. Help, I need somebody. Help, Let's face it, we are increasingly challenged to keep up with ever-changing technology. Would you like more help with how to use some tech device or equipment? How about programs and apps in your personal life and work? Consider joining Blind Information Technology Specialists. Bits. Membership gives you access to our exclusive email list for exchanging ideas, getting sometimes hard-to-find technical assistance, online presentations, workshops, and tutorials, and our live chat sessions. To join, go to bits-acb.org or email treasurer at bits-acb.org. Hello, everybody. Jason here, and I'd like to go over with you some guidelines we have set forth for those of you who wish to contribute content to Main Menu. It's something we've been needing to do for a long time. Those of you who are well-seasoned in dealing with audio and editing audio may find this a little redundant, but it is important for everyone to understand what we expect. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Number one is planning. What is it you want to discuss or demonstrate? You may think that's a pretty obvious step, but you'd be surprised how many of us get started on something and then segue and digress and all sorts of things. We mean well, but our minds can wander, and it can be a little distracting for the listener. So it's a good idea to have that focus. And if you're going to go outside the scope, think about doing it at a particular time. Try to keep that flow regular so it's very clear what's happening, and then you can get back to the topic at hand. And that kind of goes with the order of business or organizing your thoughts. I sometimes find it very weird to be talking to a microphone. I don't know what it is. You'd think it would come naturally. I do a lot of performing and other things. But when it comes to talking, I tend to be very deadpan and distracted. So it's a great idea, if you need to, to organize your thoughts and have an order that... For example, the listener would use in order to accomplish this task or use this product. In other words, approach it from the listener's point of view if you have to. Number two, preparing to record. In this case, you will want to gather all necessary components, your recorder, your microphone, your products, or load the software you need. Just have all that stuff ready so it when it comes time to record, you're not having to scramble around or scrounge or do things that can be distracting. Granted, if you're able to do it, you can just pause the recording, but it is great when you have everything together that you need. There's always room for something to come up you didn't expect, and we understand that. But again, you can pause the recording, or if you know how, you can edit out anything you don't want, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Also, you'll want to be well hydrated before recording. If you know you're going to be talking for a long time, it's amazing how quickly the voice will actually get tired or start to indicate dryness in the throat or mouth. 
getting that liquid in beforehand will go a long way in helping. When it comes to recording, you may wish to perform a test first to be sure that everything sounds the way it should. Your voice should be clear and easy to understand. In the recording process, you don't want to be handling your microphone a lot, and I'm sorry this is making a lot of noise for you right now, but it is very easy to hear this noise if you're moving around a lot or having to move your recorder or microphone, and it is extremely distracting and can be rather frustrating. So keeping noise to a minimum is very much appreciated. Also, I'm going to warn you I'm about to get pretty loud. You don't want to talk really close to the microphone either. It is very distracting and sounds breathy and full of noise that is undesirable. So you will want to be sure you're at an appropriate distance from the microphone. If your voice is tinny or muffled or not centered, it is a big distraction. If you are experienced in editing your audio, you will understand that you can take out anything that you know is not appropriate or is not needed in the recording. Sometimes we have to clear our throats or cough, or we make little noises, all sorts of things that in editing the audio you can get rid of. If you're unable to edit audio, please don't let that discourage you, for if you are in accordance with these guidelines, your recording will be quite acceptable, and we can perform some quick edits if needed. If there are a lot of distractions in the recording, interruptions, noises, jumping around in topic without any order, that is a big distraction and it would take us a lot longer to edit, so it may become something we will not work with. And finally, submitting your content is pretty easy. If you're familiar with any of the cloud-based drive services like Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, you can use that service to share the file with us via link in an email. You can email mainmenu at acbradio.org, and we will be happy to look at your content. Airing content is subject to approval by the Main Menu team. Thank you for listening to these guidelines, and we look forward to your submission. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that presentation, and Main Menu and Bits will have more presentations like that for you in the future, the first and second week of each month, and then there'll be other presentations brought to you by the rest of the Main Menu staff for the remaining two weeks of the month. This is Tim Cummings saying thank you for joining us here at Bits, ACB Radio, and Main Menu. Main Menu is brought to you by the American Council of the Blind, ACB Radio, and Bits. It airs every Friday evening on ACB Radio Mainstream, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern and repeating at various times throughout the week. To listen and for a full schedule, go to acbradio.org mainstream. You can also listen by using the ACB Link app for Android or iOS, grab it as a podcast, or call 605-475-8130. If you have any ideas or topic suggestions, feel free to email mainmenu at acbradio.org. We thank you for listening. Thank you.